it wasn't in the original Bible manuscripts, but then apparently later on, it seemed to be added to Matthew 6.13. And apparently there's discussion as to whether it was put in later or whether they found some of the original and then thought they would put it in. But interestingly, it's in Matthew, but in Luke, it's not there at all. Welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Switch podcast, where we dig deep into Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you besides. We're going to unwrap kingdom culture, kingdom benefits, and therefore kingdom lifestyle. I'm Trish Jones, and with me is Susan Fleming Speesman. And just to say, it's all good. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Kingdom Switch. This is Trish Jones and today I am with Susan Fleming Speesman and we are continuing our series on the Lord's Prayer. But before I go on about that, Susan, say hi to everyone. Hi, welcome everybody. Yeah, so uh, Susan and I have, well, we're actually doing the final series today, Susan, on the Lord's Prayer and um, it's been a journey. It, it, I think it started off, it was supposed to be seven parts. I think we're probably on nine or ten parts. But hey, it doesn't matter because we decided that we were going to break down elements of it even more because we wanted to get into the meat of it. And of course, when Susan Susans it, right, because she goes and does her research on the uh, the literal translations, etc., it, it kind of brings out more color to it. So... So that's what we've done. Susan, I'm grateful to you, by the way, um, for the work that you've done there for introducing me to blueletterbible.org. Yeah, so it has um, it has uh, enhanced my studying of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, it's a really rich resource. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was surprised, actually. I'm going to get on to the show in a minute, but um, just a quick little chit-chat. Uh, I, I'm surprised when you said to me that you only started studying the kingdom of god in 2020 2020 late i'd say later like 2019 but right. yeah in end of the year so basically yeah 2020 yeah, yeah. wow so that's what three years and um yeah, yeah in terms of your knowledge and what you know and certainly know how to do your research which is really good so anyway back to today's episode of kingdom switch and uh, we are focusing on the very last part of the lord's prayer and this is an interesting one because for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory so that phrase that we're focusing on today wasn't in the original script so susan should we be ignoring it because it wasn't in the original script <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like this is kind of a loaded question. <laughs> load it, load it up, load it up, load it up. <laughs> well, you know, the, the listeners didn't get the behind the scenes of you and I going back and forth of, do we do this? Do we not do this? What do we do with it? <laughs> yeah. Cause I was, I was fine to just skip right over <laughs> cause it's, it's not in the original, you know, but it's, but it's still, it's so powerful for us to come back, always come back to just praising God for who He is, right? And then speaking out about His power and His glory, and He's the Almighty, right? So it's, it's. I don't, I don't think you can go wrong talking about it. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And just to give some context to this, um, that phrase was apparently not in the original text, but then apparently it was in um, a later um, text. What was, what was the exact? Uh, let me just read what I have here. It wasn't in the original Bible manuscripts, but then apparently later on, it seemed to be added to Matthew 6.13. And apparently there's discussion as to whether it was put in later or whether they found some of the original and then thought they would put it in. But interestingly, it's in Matthew, but in Luke, it's not there at all. And Luke actually says right at the beginning of his book that he is focusing on it, it, it basically he's recording what he has seen because he was around with Jesus he's just recording what he's seen so he's almost acting like a journalist right and so he's having conversations with people um, and different things that he's heard and he's put that together and that's not in there but for me someone someone actually wrote it <clears throat> sorry the doc, doc, well, doxology for thine is a kingdom, the power and the glory forever seems more likely to be the kind of a hymnic addition to facilitate a worshipful reading of the passage. And I just thought, for me, it's more than that. I don't really see it just as a, a statement that you add at the end. Whether it's it was in the original or not in the original, for me, it is that reminder that everything that we have talked about from our Father who art in heaven, right to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's all about him. Mm. Yeah, and and so, you know, one of the things that I do actually want to say here, and I don't think we've said it enough during this whole series, that the Lord's Prayer wasn't intended to just be prayed our Father who art in heaven. Yeah, I mean, I did it as a child. And uh, I said in the first one with Sabrina, I remember um, we used to have to re- recite the prayer back to my parents, my grandparents, because I was raised, raised with my grandparents. So every night we had to say it before we went to bed. And one night I'd forgotten part of it. <laughs> my granddad sat there on the bed with the belt. <laughs> he wouldn't have hit me, but... Um, <laughs> But nonetheless, I was scared and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, what is it? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You best remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and we said it at the end of Sunday school, I believe. And, you know, a lot of churches say it at the end of church. But it wasn't. It wasn't intended to be a prayer that you just recite, wrote. Why do you think that Jesus said pray like this, Susan? I think it's just a model. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it gives us kind of a format. I think it's it's he's showing us the important parts. Right? Because if you look at the context, if you look at the the verses right before where it talks about going in private, praying in private, Right. So it's not like you said, it's not about memorize this and then pray it back, mm-hmm. you know, or or even praying it as tradition or praying for other people to hear it. Mm-hmm. But he's he's really showing us 
this is what relationship looks like. Nice. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, do yeah. you, is that what you see in uh, it? Yeah. Honestly, Susan, uh, one of the um, things that I said when Fran and I spoke is that the, it, it's, um, what was the term I used? It's an all-encompassing prayer, so it's um, it, it's it's designed for you and it's designed for me. It's impact on you. I can't remember the word I use now. Begin with C, but anyway, it's designed for you and it's designed for me. The impact that it has on me impacts on you. So I can't and I can't take one phrase of the prayer and not take the other. It's a um, a, a complete prayer. But for me, I see it as what it looks like to have a relationship with God the Father and what it looks like for us to relate to each other, right? So, yeah. so yes, when you said about the relationship piece, yeah, absolutely. It is about relationship and it's about um, how I treat you and how I see God and I allow God to reign. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think that is what Jesus was talking about and it encompasses that's the word I wanted to say um sorry not the word I was thinking of earlier but it, it to me this prayer encompasses everything that the kingdom of God is about mm. so if you didn't take it in its literal form and you broke it down the way that we've broken it down you literally see the kingdom of God at play yeah, go go deeper into that. Uh, okay, all right. So our Father, yeah, it's not. Yeah. He's not just God. He's not just God Almighty. He's not somebody who is pointing the finger. He is the one who loves us unconditionally. Our Father who art in heaven, you are holy. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. It's about you. It's about bringing earth to heaven thy kingdom come thy will be done it's all about the will of god in heaven being enacted through us on the earth um like where am i uh, thy will be done yeah. in earth as it is in heaven right so we are supposed to bring heaven to earth through our relationship through christ jesus and that is why jesus came to make sure that what adam had, had lost he restores and so then we are going to carry it on as his ambassadors so kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it give us this bread. day our daily thank you give <laughs> us this day our daily bread right again it's not gimme 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 i need this i want this new car i want this i want that it's everything that we need to yes glorify him but also to um, fulfill the purpose, God's purpose for our lives on the earth. So everything that we need in order to get that done, he gives us, but he gives us more because I don't care what people say, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So um, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, right? Um, yeah, Susan, I'll let you uh, say the next um uh, remind me of where I am right because otherwise I've got to keep going back um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us so it's about us living in freedom and when we are holding on to unforgiveness we are still tethered to the world I think that was the the um, the word you use mm -hmm. we're still tethered to the world and it means that we're not 
being Christ-like. We're not thinking like God and we're looking to retaliate and hurt somebody, whereas God is saying, let them go, let me deal with them because he can do a much better job than us. I've forgiven you because you've done some things that, man, if I were to put them on CNN, (laughs) you would be embarrassed. (laughs) And I've forgiven you of those. So I want you to let it go for other people because it frees you and it frees them. Yeah. So uh, where am I? Lead us not into temptation. Yeah. Lead us not into, which is what we have um, recorded for last week's podcast. Lead us not into temptation is about leading us away from doing anything that's going to cause us. And I'm always forgetting this phrase, Susan. What is sin? Not having a share in. What is it? Yeah. Yeah, to not have share in. Not having a share in. So we were saying when we recorded the last episode that it's not that Jesus gets up from the table and leaves us, it's that we get up from the table and leave him because we feel embarrassed about what we have done. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we don't get an opportunity to hone into our gifts and hone into the goodness of God and have everything that God has promised us. So this is where we have come to this point. And it's yet we look at it's all about him, but it's all about us as well, because we are God's children. And and in Ephesians, it tells us that he loves us like he loved Jesus. And, and, you know, Susan, I don't want to go off track here, but I do kind of want to say, I don't know about you growing up. But being born again was almost like a chore. Everybody you meet, you had to be like that MLM person, multi-level marketing. <laughs> it was, it was. Yes. Yeah. And it was almost like, you know, you don't get on the train and have a conversation with somebody because you better bring up that, you know, you're a sinner and you're going to hell. You know, you can't have a conversation with somebody and it feels so heavy. And yet. I'm not being funny. When I have conversations with people, Susan, I don't know about you, but people ask the question because they know that there's something different about me. And then I get an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to beat people over the head with it. (laughs) Gosh, I know. Tell me about it. So, and, and it's almost like if we had a good old argument, we felt that we'd won because we told them told them about jesus and now if you don't accept you're going to go to hell because you didn't listen to me and yet you then feel like you've been feasting on lemon bitter lemon all day they've walked away thinking do you know what if this is what this person is like i don't want to know this jesus they're talking about and yet in our breaking down of the lord's prayer and honestly if you guys have not listen to the previous episodes i highly recommend it and um and also i think the i keep bringing this up but episodes 15 16 and 17 where susan and i talked about the lies that religion has taught us about sin Mm. forgiveness and sanctification um it's just liberating when you just realize that this is this is a love prayer yeah yeah I mean, everything that God does is out of love. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so if we're if we're trying to deliver, quote, the gospel mm. without love in it. Yeah. Yeah, then people are not going to want that. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And if if that's not the first thing we're displaying, we're not talking about kingdom. If if um yeah. if kingdom becomes rules and rituals, we're not talking about kingdom because that's not what that's not what Jesus was telling us in this prayer. I've just picked up this sheet mm-hmm. of paper because I've written it on here. I re- I re- I refer to the Lord's prayer as a collective prayer. So whilst we say it in congregations, I don't mean it as collective in that way. I mean collective insofar as this impact is so far reaching. When we break down the elements, if all of us saw God as our father, if all of us saw Mm. him as holy, if all of us saw him as giving us this day our daily bread so we didn't have to go and steal from somebody else or manipulate somebody else for what we wanted. If we all saw it like that, the relationships that we have with each other and with God would be so much richer. Yeah. And then that forgiveness piece would just be natural. Oh, gosh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that's so true, Susan. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. on, elaborate. Cause, yeah. Well, because we're one with him. And when you know you're one with him and he freely gives forgiveness, he's given it to you. So if you're operating in that relationship that he is my father. Yeah. Right. And he's providing everything that I need. And I want to bring his kingdom into the earth. Then naturally I'm going to act as my father acts. Oh, yes. And I'm going to be forgiving. Yeah. And then that improves the relationships here as well as this way, right? Oh, Vertical gosh, and yeah. horizontal. <laughs> gosh, Susan, I'm tearing up just listening to that because mm-hmm. it's so, so true. And we wouldn't hold offense. You know, the Bible tells us not to not to hold offense, you know, so let it. And, and it also says admit. What's the, ter- what's the scripture where it says um, effectively confess? So if I've made a mistake with you, don't wait for you to come and say to me, Trish, you know, you yeah. did so and so. Uh, or if you do yeah. come to me and say, Trish, you did so-and-so yesterday, that immediately I go, do you know what, Susan? Yeah, you're right. Um, I shouldn't have done that, and that was wrong. But what we often do, we argue our point first, and then yeah. days, weeks, months later, then we come back and we say, yeah. And in that time, the festering has occurred, and you know, and, uh, you, know you could be telling somebody else, and they're like, you should have said so-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're always going to get those pot stirrers. Sorry, my microphone's uh, yep. uh, uh, yeah. hanging me. Yeah, so <laughs> so going back to mm. for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. The other thing that I find so precious about this and why for me I would still um, use it as whether it's a prayer as is, which isn't necessary, but as a reminder is the fact that the whole of the Lord's Prayer is sandwiched between praise. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory are forever yours. I'm praising him for who he is. And I'm praising him for what he's done. And again, for who he is. All powerful. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, there's just... I don't even know how many verses throughout the Bible about praise and thanksgiving and Mm. how even in that he's giving to us. Oh, gosh. Right? Even in us praising him 
it's it's lifting us up and it's encouraging us and it's bettering us yes. right like literally everything <laughs> yeah absolutely is for our benefit yeah 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 because otherwise susan if we my cousin once said to me that she remembers praying and asking god um for something and god said to her i'm not an atm you know <laughs> Yeah, But this is how we treat God sometimes with a list of I want, I want, I want. And we've already spoken about this, that when we give him praise and when we do what he wants us to do, the things that we want become natural, which is why Matthew 6.33, which is what this podcast is all about. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other things will be given to you besides can you imagine, Susan, if your son only ever spoke to you? The phone only rings. Mom, can I have? Mom, can I have? Brandon, how are yeah. you? Oh, yeah, I'm good, but mom, can I have? <laughs> yeah. it, it sounds crazy, but yet that's what we often do with God. Yeah. God, yeah. can we have? Mm. And there's no relationship in that. No. And we think the relationship is all about for God because he says, I'm a jealous God, but he doesn't mean jealous in that term that I'm green with envy. It's I want you to come close to me. I want to have that connection with you. I made you. I made you. What's that scripture? Oh, yes, I'm actually going to read it. I love this scripture. This is in The Chosen. And every time she says it, the little girl um, what's her name in the first episode of The Chosen? And Jesus comes out of the um, inn and he touches her and he calls oh, her Oh, Mary? Thank you. Yeah, but what's her name? What's her Lil. 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 They call her Lil, don't they? Is it Lillian or Lil? And um, uh, the the part in the in the Chosen where she's in the tent with her dad and she comes out and she says she's scared. And he says, what do we do when we're afraid? And she recites it. And I, I just find it beautiful. But, um, but thus says the Lord, this is Isaiah uh, 43, one to two, and this is from the ESV. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. <laughs> That's our God. I'm just, uh, it, it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. just listening to you read it just taking it in it's just he is so for us yeah you know and it just gosh I think of all the times throughout my life where I was angry at him or mm. blaming him or you know pointing yeah. the finger and it's like how did I get it so wrong you know he's so he's just so loving and we've got to have that mental switch of perspective you know when we're reading the scripture and developing relationship with him everything needs to be filtered through love yeah no no what you said there is is so um poignant because you said how did we get here how we got here 
was through a religious spirit. And I'm specifically saying a religious spirit because we have been taught that every move we make, God is watching to see where we're tripping up and for some people to trip us up to teach us something. But anyway, we won't go there today. But I was listening to um, uh, a prophet called Tommy Ryami. Um, he's from the UK, but he's gone back to Nigeria, even though he wasn't born in Nigeria. I don't think he was born in Nigeria. His parents were, but at the moment he's on a mission trip in Nigeria. And he was given a prophecy the other day and saying that God was saying that we need to get back to religion. But he wasn't talking about religion as in a religious spirit. He was talking about the reverence of God. And honestly, Susan... When he was speaking, I haven't finished listening to all of it yet, but I got out of bed that night and I was like, God, it's so right. Because sometimes, you know, you've got the people who focus on, oh, everything is about hyper grace, right? So if you talk about love of God and if you talk about relationship, all oh, these hyper grace people, you know, God's going to forgive you. But when you think about how deeply God loves us in terms yeah. of him saying don't do these things. It's because he knows how much it's going to hurt us. It's not about him wanting to take our fun away. It's about how much he knows it's going to hurt us. And when we reverence God in that way, what's that scripture where it says about, um, he mentioned it in, in, in his prophecy about um, religion looks like this, uh, looking after the widows, I think is one of them. Um, ah, it's in the New Testament somewhere. Uh, do, do you know? Yeah, taking care of the poor, the widows, and yeah. the orphans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so he talked yeah. about that being the religion that God was talking about. And what God was saying was, "I want you to reverence me, and from that reverence, you will know my love." And from that reverence, you will know how to look after people. I won't have to tell you. Don't walk past that man on the street because he's got no food. Mm. Because guess what? You're going to know automatically it's the right thing to do. Do you want some? Do you want something to eat? Yeah, yeah. It goes back to that. You know, us just being, us being in union with him. Yeah. When yeah. you get that awareness, that's what really changed so much for me was that awareness that we are one together yeah and when you're operating from that place of awareness and you're in that relationship with god and you have the mind of christ you don't have to ask questions anymore you know what to do it's just flowing out of yeah. who you know that you are yeah absolutely and 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 knowing that this is exactly what jesus would do if he was still walking on the earth he had that yeah. connection with the father so connected that he didn't have to ask god should i pray for that person for them to be healed it's just yeah you want to be healed believe and and be healed and you know a lot of our behavior <coughs> bad behavior comes from not believing mm -hmm. because if i don't believe that god's going to provide for me then i'll steal or manipulate or lie or whatever and we do all of those things because we don't know who our father is. And as parents, we know that it's through a relationship that we have with our children that we want to get. We, we've said this before, Susan, we want to give them and we don't want to just give them. We want to lavish. 
you, you, we we want to lavish on our children, and then you will get the odd person saying, "Oh, they're spoiled." I remember being told that I was spoiled because my nan bought me a clarinet. I mean, please, you know, people learn to play an instrument. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> um, and and it and it's crazy. You know, I just came home one day and I I um, had a couple of lessons with my music teacher, and I really liked the clarinet, and uh, I just mentioned it to my nan and. Um, the teacher gave me a form to to take home and you kind of hired the instrument anyway and then over time you pay for it so it wasn't like forking out at one time for a clarinet but yeah i was uh i was spoiled because i had a clarinet God. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what yeah maybe i was spoiled mm. i'm spoiled by my by my daddy in heaven as well so i am spoiled <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Okay, Susan, let's get practical. Let's get practical because I know that you love to get practical, right? Um, the prayer begins, as I said earlier, begins and ends in praise. And to me, as I said, it's an endorsement of all the power and the glory going to him. And as it says in Revelation eleven seventeen, we give thanks to the Lord God Almighty, the one who was and is because he has taken because you have taken your great power and you have begun to reign. I think in King James, it says thou hast reigned. I like that version because it's he reigns. It might not look like it on the earth right now with everything that's going on. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I see elements of the news right um, on YouTube because I don't watch the news. I refuse. But I see snippets of different things going on on um, YouTube that's, that's come out from the main news and I just shake my head and go my gosh it, it literally feels sometimes like the devil is in charge and yet we know he isn't and guess what the devil knows he's not is as well <laughs> the devil knows he's not and so we could look at that and say he it looks like the devil is reigning but we do have to remember that he is the god of this world not the god of the earth because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He is the God of this world. So when we think about the fact that God reigns on the earth, we can praise him in every situation and we can praise him for being our father and we can focus on all of, all of the elements of the Lord's prayer and just realize just how much he loves us, that he gave us the title of ambassador to make sure that people know that he reigns. I would say he's he's not the God of the world. The devil isn't. Right. Correct. When I say the world, I mean the world system, right? I should have clarified the world system. But go for it. So why Be, you, go go well, for it. No, I would say we, we are the gods. No, we, right? we are the we are the kings of the earth. Of the earth, yes, which is why I clarified yeah. the difference between earth and world. <laughs> I was listening to somebody yesterday. Sorry, Susan, I'm going to let you be controversial. I was listening to somebody yesterday and he said, the devil is the, 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 the God of this earth. And I'm like, no, it's not. Go and have a look in, uh, I think it's Matthew. No, he's the God of this world. Big difference. The world as in the systems of the world. But we reign on the earth. Or at least we should. So, okay, connect some dots for me because I'm not 
<laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Ex- explain what's what is the okay because if we're my what I was going to say is I you know we have been given dominion mm-hmm. which is power and authority and so Satan has no no dominion here. Right. Okay. Right. When when so when Jesus died, <clears throat> mm-hmm. when Jesus died and he took back the keys. Mm-hmm. For death, hell, and the grave, and has all the power and authority, and then he gave it to us. I don't view Satan as having any being being God of anything. He doesn't have any power. He doesn't have Ooh. any authority to operate. I better be careful. I will argue with you here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open. I'm open to hearing hearing your <laughs> no, no. Do you know what, Susan? I'm very much of the opinion, right? Hold on. Right, right. Okay, this is actually in Corinthians 4.4 and also Ephesians. It says the prince of the power of the air. He's the ruler of the world. So John 12.31. So Um, was that before? That's what what I wanted to... (laughs) <laughs> That's what I wanted to look at. I swear that the scripture I was looking at yesterday was in Matthew. Um, but put it this way. Let me just say it like this. Susan, I am not going to disagree with you on that because I agree with you. But Satan only has the power that we give him. Yeah. Right. Uh, he doesn't have that a body. That we give him. That we give him. Right. That we give him because we are in charge. <laughs> Right? Like he can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like no, I, I hear I mean, you. I hear you. If you, if I'm, like I said, I'm open to hear what you have to say. But when I heard that, I was like, I got to check for me. I'm like, wait, I need to, <laughs> I need to talk this through with her. Cause to me, it's a, he's allowed to operate to the extent that God lets him. That we, is it that and, God lets him or is that we let him? Again, we well, can... it's both. Okay, it's both. All right, right, all right. Because we're because we're co-reigning, because we're in union, right? So mm-hmm. it's God and us together. Um, but ultimately, God is sovereign. So He's allowing some things, and then we're allowing some things. But ultimately, there's an expiration date on. And what Satan can do, and yeah. you know, like <laughs> that's an interesting one. If we go back to Genesis, because um, you mentioned about us having uh, dominion, and yesterday mm-hmm. again, I was looking at this in Genesis, I think it's three, and it says, "Let them have dominion over the fish of the the, the fish of the sea and uh, every creeping thing." And then it does say over all the earth, because I had to go have a look at that, and I'm like, to what extent do we have dominion? And it actually does say over all the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what um, that's what Adam gave away. Yeah, that's what he gave away. So do you? Okay. So do you read that as just the physical realm? That's like, what do you? How do you? Ooh, I I I personally did. Um, see that as a physical realm but if as it is in heaven so it is on the earth 
and we have that kind of dominion. And then if you go back to the apostles when they were told to go back to Jerusalem and the Holy Spirit would come on them and then they would have power. I believe that we have that authority to realign what is out of alignment with what God intended, but we have just not been using our power and authority. So honestly, Susan, um, man, you've been shaking up my perspective on certain things lately. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to, to argue on that point, but I completely see what you're saying. And I can be wrong, but anytime someone's saying that Satan has any power to do anything, Mm -hmm. that's, that gets my attention. So I just wanted to. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know if I can argue this any further because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that I would definitely have to look at in, in more, um, in more detail and certainly think about. And, and guess what? You know, so people don't come after us, you know, with your scholarships and your Bibles because, you know, this isn't this, it, you know, honestly, I really do have this thing that if it's a heaven and heaven and hell, situation like it's a hey no situation right then argue with me if I turn around and say you know it's all right for you to go steal or whatever but there are certain things that it's just I'm not going to be judged on the fact that you know I might say well Satan is the is the father of lies and he is the um he's the god of the world and Susan saying no, I don't think he has any power. I don't think either of us are going to be judged on, on our perspective on that one. Because of heaven, right. Um, and in fact, actually, I, I'm more siding with Susan because I'm saying, yeah, devil, that's a problem. We keep citing these things and you think that you've got power and you ain't got none. And, and that's why we keep coming to agreement with him when he's whispering in our ear. God's not going to come through for you on that. And then we're going to God and telling him what Satan has whispered in our ear. Because <laughs> right? that's what we do, you know, or lamenting all day when God is saying, I love you. I created you. Where is it? He who formed you, O Israel, fear not. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And that's if we were to just go going back to thine is the kingdom the power and the glory, the praise element. If we started off in the morning, waking up and just thanking God for our faculties, I'm alive. God, I don't know what today is bringing for me, but I get to be your ambassador. I get to serve you. I get to live the life that you have created for me. And I thank you that I have my faculties, yeah, that enables me to do it. Yeah, and if I'm going to do anything foolish today, Holy Spirit, let me be attentive to you so that, as I said in the previous episode, I don't step on that landmine. Lead me away from the dangers, yeah. Allow me not to frustrate my day, my week, my month, my year because of a stupid decision that I might make today. I don't want to upset people because people get really upset when you when you say this, but Jesus said it and it's also in Isaiah. We're little God's little G's. Yeah, little with a little G, little God with a little G. 
and I believe that what God meant there and what people get out of perspective is that we are created in his image. He wants us to think like him. Someone used to quote that scripture all the time, as high as the heaven is above the earth so far is my thoughts higher than your thoughts. But God wants to bring us up to the level of his thoughts so that we think like him so that we can be effective on the earth. Because otherwise we're just constantly playing hide and seek. God's hidden it. We've got to seek it. <laughs> we're not going to find it. And and I know that things are hidden, right? And God wants us to find them. But we've got to be able to believe that we have such a relationship with him that he will reveal those things to us. That's what revelation is about. Not the book of Revelation. I mean, revelation in so far as God revealing revealing things to us. But he can't reveal things to us if we're then going to use it to destroy us and destroy others. Susan, we're going to wrap this up. Have you got any practical? Because that I know that you're the practical person, right? Hey, guys, Susan is a practical here. Listen, we can't have an episode without Miss Susan bringing the practical. So, Susan, what is the practical, just one or two things that we can do to ensure that we know that the Lord's Prayer is about him but also will bring us, keep us in that relationship and that closeness with God so that we can have the abundant life that he promised us. Mm. Yeah, I just, just going back to just what we were talking about today, whether or not it was supposed to be in the Bible, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's there, it's there, so use it, right? Just practically use it remind yourself this is who my god is mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is who my father is yeah this is the the power and authority that he has that he's also given to me yeah so when you do have somebody in your ear whether it's the devil or an actual person mm-hmm, <laughs> right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have that to remind yourself it's his kingdom his glory his yeah. power Right. So just yeah. practically put that put that verse into action. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to retaliate when somebody steps on your toe because he's already got it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to steal when you don't have because he's already got it. Mm. And he wants yeah. Susan. Again, we talked about this yesterday. He wants us to look good. Mm. We've been preaching almost like we've got to be looking bedraggled and. Um, you know, like we've got sackcloth and ashes on, but it glorifies God when we're looking good. So it's that constant reminder, Jesus got this. He did that on the cross. He did it. It is finished. And so we've got it. We get up every morning and we've got something to praise him for and literally see the Lord's prayer come to life, become flesh, because Jesus is the word of God. He came, he was flesh among us. And we literally can see the kingdom of God manifest through our unselfishness. So, Susan, you haven't got any. <laughs> I don't. That was perfect. Oh, I'll just gosh. leave it there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been it's been a ride. I've thoroughly enjoyed breaking down the Lord's Prayer. Honestly, I feel so teared up because we're, we're come to the end of it. 
But the reason I feel teared up was because when I decided to do this, do you know, this is going back to, I think when I first wanted to break down the Lord's Prayer was, was it before Elodie was born even? Or was it when Elodie was young? Put it this way, it's probably 20 plus years, right, that I've wanted to do it. But never had I realized the Mm. things that I was going to learn by actually breaking this prayer down. I really did not. Mm. And, uh, And Susan, I do honestly have to say a big thank you to you because, as I said earlier, in terms of you going to showing me blue letter bible.org and going into some of these um the translation the literal translations of some of the words it's brought out such a richness and shown me the grace of god in in dimensions that i couldn't have seen before so mm. i just everybody give susan a, a clap <laughs> No, <laughs> she she doesn't like praise. No. She doesn't like praise, which is why I praise her all the time because she doesn't like praise. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's it's been so good, really. Like I, I I thank you for inviting me into it because it's not something that I had studied before. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot, you know, through it as well. Just looking at. Anytime we're in scripture, you know, we've got to look at context. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not just read it literal for what it is mm. and, and and filter it through our own view of well what do I think that means? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Cuz yeah. we really don't um you know, it, we do have the mind of Christ, but we're still in that renewal process. And so we, you know, there's always more depth yeah. to what could God have meant by that. Right. Yeah. So I love digging into it, but this in particular, I learned so much. So thank you for yeah. inviting me into it. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's been, yeah. it's enhanced my life as well. So iron sharpens iron. Right. So I think that that's what's happened here. And I'm grateful. Everybody, I just want to thank you all. And if you have been with us to the end of this series, I want you to put a comment and say, being here. Right. Hashtag being with Susan and Trish. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm, I'm eternally grateful. Um, to all of you and as I said please go and review the uh, the podcast and rate the podcast and it's not because I just want the podcast to be up there I want more people to um, to have the freedom that Susan and I now have right I didn't have this freedom honestly I was so wrapped up in religion I was just looking for God to look for things that I had done wrong until I started really understanding his grace and his love and his mercy. And it doesn't make me sin more. What it makes me do is run to the Father more. And when I do sin, I know that I have an advocate with the Father. But because of his grace, I don't want to go places where I shouldn't be going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. to me, grace is the power to not sin. The power mm-hmm. to be more like him. Um, so that's why I would love for you to share this with other people. We had, um, I don't know if you saw the email I sent to you, Susan, somebody said how they love listening to the podcast and they listen to it whilst they're doing their chores and, uh, yeah. yeah and, um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much. And thank you for being, being here with us. And, uh, Susan will be back in January 
Susan will be doing the podcast with me. Is it once a month? Once a month, isn't it? Yeah, we'll just be doing once a month moving forward. But the podcast is not going away. No, 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 no. No, it's not. Just no. my my schedule is being altered, but Trish will be here yeah. every week with me or somebody else. So yeah, keep absolutely. coming back every week. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And we've got a new co-host as well, uh, Francesca McDowell, which you guys are probably familiar with because she's been on the podcast a number of times. But um, I'm actually, I was actually kind of disappointed when, Susan went back to the schedule that she was on, you know, um, the, the, the once a month. And, but I kind of gave it to God because sometimes it's good to get different people's perspective, especially on a subject, um, like Kingdom Switch. And, and, uh, um, Susan, I think I told you that I tried to do the last episodes on my own and it wasn't gelling because I believe something as rich as Kingdom Switch needs conversation. I mean, like today. You know, my gosh, I'm going to have to go back and read my Bible and then remind Satan, you ain't, you ain't the God of this world because Susan reminded me. <laughs> yeah, Susan told me, yeah, to go and look at my Bible. You're not the God of this world. <laughs> love it. Love it. So anyway, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Susan. And uh, that's it for today. Um, that's the end of uh, this episode of Kingdom Switch. And we'll see you next time. Okay, ciao for now. 